Hi, y'all, and welcome to our podcast, Magnum She Wrote. My name is Aaron, and who are you, honey? I'm Cameron. Well, based on the title for this I episode, I was worried. Yeah, I was really <laughs> concerned. Because the t- and I was like, oh no, oh, I don't oh. want to do this again. I don't want to do this. I again. I don't want to be in that place. Because the title yeah. for those people yes. who are following along is called "Thank Heaven for Little Girls." Oh. And Big One, oh. which is uh, a play on a song from the uh, musical Gigi mm-hmm. by Marie Ch- Chevalier, which is in itself an extremely <laughs> problematic movie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so so given our history yes. with Magnum P.I. I was concerned. There was some yeah. concern. Yeah, I was concerned. I was dreading this. I was actually dreading watching this. Do you want to hear some of the lyrics? Not particularly. Thank heaven for little girls. So, Maurice, bonjour. Maurice oh. Chevalier. So, picture if you will. If you have not seen Gigi, uh. a 50-something year old man oh. sitting in a park yeah. with little girls running around. Oh, God. <laughs> and it says, every time I see a little girl oh. of five or six or seven... Oh. I can't resist the joyous urge oh. to smile and say, thank heaven for little girls. Oh. Yeah. Now, could it just be he's having a good time watching his grandkids play? These are not his grandkids. and um, Specifically in that movie, he is not attached to anyone. To... So he's just perving out on little girls. It's, <laughs> yes. But... <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to like explain just really quick. The plot of Gigi. I'm not sure I want to know. Gigi is about um, a, a little girl. Uh-huh. Like I think she's like 14. Okay. Um, well, then you, she's not a little girl. She's a tween. Well, back then they didn't have the term tween. And okay. I don't even know, but she plays young. Okay. But anyway, um, he is kind of the narrator of this piece. Mm-hmm. And it's about she's like being raised to be a courtesan. So basically she's being groomed by an older man. Ew. But not necessarily to be married. Yeah. So it no. Just, it's, just to be sexual favors. It's literally as bad as it sounds. Oh. So basically, the whole song is like, "Thank God for little girls," because um, what would little boys do when we get to watch them grow up? Ah, oh, gross. But yeah, it, it's. Oh, it's gross. Bad. Okay. Well, let's move on to the episode that but, really has nothing to do with pedophilia. Exactly. Okay. So. Basically, this is a happy surprise. Yeah, this, this is was... great. In fact, there were several times in this episode where I was giggling because I thought it was funny. Exactly. And like I even wrote down in one of my notes, I was like, this is pretty funny. Yeah. Which I was very surprised. <laughs> it, I was I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Given, because I... Now, now, there are still problems. No, 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 there's definitely like, problems. Like Rick, right off the bat, goes into the <laughs> worst racist comments ever but like once that was passed <laughs> once you get past once you get past that then i didn't see any more racism well, that thank I god for that thank god for that <laughs> for little favors we gotta take our <laughs> blessings as they come and <laughs> and the objectification of women wasn't really there this round yeah, that i could see well not the objectification but the t- point well we'll get to it later mm-hmm. he does say something that is a bit maurice chevalier way but anyway <laughs> But yeah, no, I was actually... But not as much as in China Doll. Yes. I would say of... This is our fourth... I am comparing this to China Doll at all times. Right. Right. That's our, our, like, sexism, racism benchmark right now. Yes. Right now... Congratulations. You're not as... Congratulations. You lost. (laughs) You're you're, you're not as racist? I don't know. Here's a participation trophy for not being a total jerk. So, but yes, I was. I, this is of the four episodes we've watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was actually pretty good. Yeah, this one. This, this was, one was pretty. It good. didn't make me mad. No. Really, I mean, there's still like, meh, but like, yeah. it wasn't angerifying. Although there were times when I was like, I don't know what's happening. Something about Magnum PI episodes, <laughs> and I bet you if you talk to them, be like, oh, we're too smart for you. It's not that you're too smart for me. No. I, it's the way the show is structured mm-hmm. that sometimes, like, I'm like, wait, what's going on now? Like, I don't, yeah. I lose my place a lot watching this, more so than with Murder, She Wrote, which we've said right. before kind of has a more linear, linear, more <laughs> logical progression. This yeah. just kind of goes all over the place. But we should also point out mm-hmm. that we're still in that miserable 
Miserable theme song. Theme song. Uh, not the good theme song that no. Magnum is known for, but the tryouts. <laughs> it, was like the, it was like the second or third episode, and they're like, let's try this one out. And it sounds like if the hills are alive, evolved into space porn yes. at an intergalactic jazz club. Yes. That, right? Yes, that's it right there. Because it starts off with this rising music, and I was like, oh, we're going to see Julie Andrews come out, and she's going to say the hills are alive. But then it, but then it goes... <laughs> yeah, and then it starts with like 1950s style sci-fi music with boop, boop, and you know, all this weird stuff going on. It was so confusing. <laughs> it was terrible. And the mixologist, because that's what I'm going to call him on this, not a DJ, because there's no way. They may... <laughs> He's a mixologist. I it's electric. I feel so bad for the composer. Because okay. we're making fun of it. Because he, we're making fun of I him. Bet and I don't. Lot of, I bet it was really hard to do. I bet it was too. Because, first of all, you already had this great theme song. And you're trying to approve upon it. And I bet, like, studio execs were like, now put in the disco kind of jazzy feel. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, like that. Yeah. And the composer's yeah, like, yeah, yeah like let's. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's blame it on the studio execs because they're nameless, faceless. But the composer's not. No. No, yeah, yeah he, he was a real man who anybody has talent. Who, yes, anybody and, who creates things I really don't like to harp on. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure he was given a mandate. They're like, hey, this really cool guitar-driven theme, <laughs> not working for us. Can you make it sound a little bit more like Jabba's Palace? <laughs> make it sound more like jizz. <laughs> and that is what it's called. <laughs> you are Science fiction jazz is called jizz. That's fact. That's fact. So, let's get into the episode. I'm sure yes, it's been like 10 this. minutes and we've all we've talked about is gross <laughs> Maurice Chevalier, Gigi, oh. and a terrible theme song. Yikes. 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 So, it starts off, it's Christmas time in Hawaii. Yeah, which is cool. It's Christmas. I didn't really feel very Christmassy, though. I mean, there was some, like, Christmas elements, but that tree was so sad. Yeah, oh, the little Charlie Brown tree? The little Charlie Brown <laughs> tree. Mr. Masters has, like, this Rinky dink. Rinky dink. $20. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's fake because I, I don't. Yeah. Can you get like a real Christmas tree in Hawaii? That's a question. I'm wondering if, yeah, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, I love our fake trees. Oh, I well, yes, our ours are gorgeous. I love our fake trees, and we should get another one this year. Make it four. Yeah. Four big Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> but it starts off. It's Christmas time. Someone's sneaking into this place. We don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. Zeus and Apollo come up. So we know we're in Mr. Masters' yeah. house. What's... Uh, with pants like that, I knew it was Magnum. Well, yeah. I mean... You don't get those tight pants it, on anyone else. <laughs> Flip a quarter off that butt. <laughs> but he gets caught. He's in uh, Mr. Masters' wine cellar. Trying, right. Just, just, just trying some, to get some wine. And then... Do some day drinking. Well, <laughs> my thing is, why would Robin Masters have a vintage from October? Yeah, it's which just a tells dumb joke. me it's only a three-month-old wine. Well, that's the whole point. Is like, yeah, I mean, like nobody's even selling that. Like Magnum wants to get the good bottles, but Higgins is limiting. I drink to, like, wine. Yes. Nobody sells wine that's only four months aged. Okay. <laughs> and if they gra- do, it's, it's not wine. <laughs> it's grape juice with vodka thrown in it. It's purple stuff. It's purple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we, uh, so then Higgins rescues Magnum and he shows off a new piece of artwork that Mr. Masters has acquired. Mr. Masters is like really doing up his house mm. considering he's never there. I don't know why he even bothers to be quite I wonder honest. if his other homes or real estate has like all of these fancy paintings too, like different kinds. Well, that's when I, I get that way back when on yeah. episode two or whatever, I wondered if there was a Magnum at each of yeah. his properties. There, there must be, a, be. There has to be like a Higgins. There's a Higgins, and a, Magnum, a Magnum, and a Zeus and Apollo in artwork. In artwork. Yeah. And... and Stews and stews. He keeps. <laughs> we haven't seen stews. We in haven't a while. seen stews in a while. Hopefully, some studio exec who was a woman at the time. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Well, I feel like this episode might have been a little bit of a course correction because too. maybe women were like, "Um, hey, excuse me, you're trying to show me this sexy dude, but you keep yeah. bringing in all of these women that he keeps objectifying." Yeah. Like how? I'm sure, 1980s execs were listening to that. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> I don't think women are into this. Hey, Phil, <laughs> you think we might be sexist? <laughs> I don't know. I sure like looking up at that glass ceiling, seeing them up there with their skirts on. 
Uh, <laughs> wow. So uh, Higgins is showing off this new Gauguin. Yes. Which we find out is either a million or two million marks. I don't know how much two million marks are. Marks German? No, those are Deutschmarks. Wait, yeah. is is it Mark the same as a Deutschmark? There you go. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. So he so and oh back to the back to the Christmas tree. I just wanted to point out <laughs> who were the Christmas presents for? I Zeus and Apollo. I assume. Or, or is Mr. <laughs> Masters giving Higgins Higgins and Mags? Mags. <laughs> is he giving them like Christmas gifts? Maybe. There's a lot of gifts under that tree. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. So while they're talking about the Gauguin. You know what? Maybe that is a nice tree, but we're I'm so accustomed to all of our handmade yes. ornaments I mean, like, that like if I see a branch not covered in an ornament, yeah. I think it's a sad tree. Well, and you like <laughs> think of like those old black and white films of like Christmases mm-hmm. where they had like literal flaming candles <laughs> on it and like the whole tree just looks like a wreck. Yeah. Like maybe maybe, maybe. in 1980 that was really Yeah, maybe. maybe it was really nice. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, because ours has like our boys' Halloween slippers You're on. You're judging them, them against our trees. Our trees are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Merry Christmas in, in July. Hey, Christmas in July. <laughs> this works. <laughs> Yay. This works. There's a phone call, mm-hmm. and the person on the line is asking for Magnum. Higgins is upset because it's the main house, and Mag- Mags shouldn't be getting calls uh, at the ma- main house. Fix it. You know what? For a second, I was like, who is Mags? A <laughs> person on the other line is Rick, but he puts on yeah. the yeah. most racist yeah. Asian accent yeah. in the world to say that he's... I thought it was uh, Mickey Rooney dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is essentially yeah. uh, audio Mickey Rooney from yes. Breakfast at Tiffany. Yes. So he uh, he says that he's got a client for for Mags, mm-hmm. and to meet. Are uh, you trying to make that a thing? I'm making it a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I think of when you say Mags are Magflies, and I'm like, oh, those poor Magflies. <laughs> they only live a day. <laughs> we get so much out of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the the state house. Just go there. Mm-hmm. And this woman is just going to... Oh, um, and then Magnum starts complaining about tourists taking pictures of the state house. Hi, well, where else are they supposed to see the pictures of the yeah, state house? He, and, like, his, his inner mono... Oh. oh, I almost knocked off the microphone there. Oh, oh no, our oh, voices no. will be lost forever. Yeah. There we go. That's how Ariel lost her I'm, voice. I'm gesturing. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gesticulating. <laughs> um, I talk with my hands. It's yeah, great for an audience. He's medium. like sitting at the state building mm-hmm. of Hawaii, mm-hmm. and like there's like a there's a cool statue, cool there. statue, and he's in his inner Cave of Wonders monologue. He's like, they're all taking pictures. They're just taking pictures <laughs> of of things to take pictures of. Like <laughs> this is a photo opportunity. Yeah, this is a photo. Op- this is a photo op. It's like prime photo op. Yeah. And he's like, there's dumb tourists. <laughs> So I was sitting there thinking about, like, I don't know, hating tourists. <laughs> and this, like, little blonde um, children of the corn girl. Yes. Appear, appears. Appears. Like, he blinks and then they. <laughs> <laughs> they appear. There she is. The magic. And she's staring at him. And he's, like, you know, kind of like. Yeah, hi, so what's up? Hi, hi, you know. He's not being creepy. He's being like, so... He's being sort of okay. He's, you he's know. being kind of, you know, like, like what's going be. on? Like, you yeah. would be if, like, a strange Suspicious. child yeah. just sat next to you. He's being nice, but yeah. kind of, like, on his guard. And he's like, hey, how are you doing? And then he, like, blinks, and then, like, another... <laughs> another child. ...of the corn <laughs> appears. And then there's, like, another You know, another that cut. scene was really funny, because <laughs> eventually there ends up being five, five kids. And they're surrounding him. And they're surrounding him. But in each uh, frame, like every... there's there's a new girl who just <laughs> randomly appears. It, it was great. It was, was great. Great. It was and they, great. And they really are as creepy as we're like yes. making them out to be. And they're yes. meant to be. They're all in like matching clothes, and they're like yeah. whatever, whatever. So these little those little <laughs> girls say they want to hire him. Yeah. Because they're they're from Vermont. Mm-hmm. They're like from like a preparatory school or yeah. something. And their teacher has run off. <laughs> with with a husky Hawaiian now. With a husky Hawaiian. And I wanted to be like, well, sure, we all want to do that. But what you don't do <laughs> is you don't neglect the children you're supposed to be taking care of. You do, yeah. Because they're like, we don't want her punished for her passion. I'm like, no, I don't want her punished for her passion either. But I do want her punished for her negligence. She's supposed to be taking care of you kids on a field trip. Well, and, and to his credit, that is literally yeah. what... Magnum says. Yeah. 
And and then one of the girls, what I like, is like, she says, it doesn't take her long to choose from the menu if you catch my drift. <laughs> because apparently this teacher has a history of running off with, with, with men random men. And yes. leaving these poor girls by themselves. So they say they got their deposit back from the hotel. Yeah. Oh, and they have to find her before their headmaster shows up. Otherwise, she's fired. <laughs> yeah. Because for some odd reason, they don't want her fired. Then they love her. They love her. But they. But she's very negligent. But she's extremely <laughs> negligent. So. And her name is Miss Booten. Miss Booten. <laughs> so, like, so the little girls have nowhere to go. Right. Because they've taken their deposit. I don't know how they got their deposit back. I don't know either. Well, maybe they pulled a Macaulay Culkin and had a had a These... slow mo voice recorder. Hello, <laughs> this is Miss. Burden. <laughs> or maybe they pulled the whole like children of the corn thing on him like, like, like every time we, every time we looked up there's another there's blonde another girl. blonde girl just popping up <laughs> so so they so he takes him back to uh mr master's place he's like I'll, I'll let you stay at my place right um and higgins is a jerk oh he's a massive jerk in this one i mean th- i mean you don't have to lift, you don't have to push Higgins down to lift Magnum up, no, you know. Yeah. But, like, basically, Higgins is like, no, you can't have these little girls here. Yeah. And he's like, it's Christmas. <laughs> and they don't have anywhere to go. And they have nowhere to go. Their teacher is literally with a Hawaiian they, dude. Yeah. You know, he ignoring them and won't be back until the morning. Am yeah. I supposed to leave them outside in the dark, alone, yeah. on the streets of Hawaii? He, they are in this lawless the, uh, state known as Hawaii. <laughs> because according to Magnum B.I., there is, like, no cops. <laughs> There's, like... They, it's all seedy. These, these, <laughs> yeah, these children are, like, abandoned. Abandoned. It's like, come on, Higgins. <laughs> and the little girls call her Huggins, him Huggins, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to make that a thing. Yeah, yeah, you should. Because I was like, oh, I want to hug and kiss him, <laughs> too. Huggins. Little Huggins. And I call the main girl, the older. None of the girls have names, I don't think. No, they're Nancy, just. Nancy, one's Nancy, but I don't know which Nancy, one's Nancy. Nancy, Susie, Sassalot. Yeah, I call her Susie, Sassalot. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, led by Susie Sassalot, yeah. and then there's, like, I don't know. Then there's blonde number two, three, four, four and, and singing girl. And singing girl. Yeah. And um, so so Magnum, I mean, like, okay, so Huggins makes the thing. He's like, yeah, they can stay here, but now you have no access to the wine cellar at all. You don't even get cheapo October purple stuff wine. Yeah, you don't, get, you don't even get the purple stuff anymore <laughs> if you want to take care of these kids. So Magnum's yeah. like. There I go. I lose my. I lose it. Well, apparently those deals don't keep though, because he got his car back. Well, he had saved Huggins' life. So <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, with the Uzi. Never yeah. Mind. Okay. Yeah, but Huggins does say he's still not getting the car back. No, he tells him he gets the car back. Does he? I don't remember that. Yeah, he gets the car back. Yeah. Well, these deals are broken left and right. Left and right. Who knows? Continuity yeah. out the window. Out it's the all window. anarchy on Magnum P.I. I should be Who writing knows? this show. <laughs> Disjointed show, thoughts. Show Bible. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down here that Rick's shirt when he meets up with him is aggressively unbuttoned. But we will find that some other character in this show <laughs> is aggressively unbuttoned. Is aggressively unbuttoned. <laughs> so, so it's for the ladies. <laughs> it's for the ladies, but it's like it's Rick. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about his shirt too. We're gonna get this. This isn't the same shirt. I, I think that's something we have to talk about every time we watch. We're gonna have, we'll have a Rick's shirt. Moment. We're gonna have to, yeah, because I'm fairly certain he has a new shirt. Every I time. think. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Basically, Magnum P.I. is just trying to piece together. He's got, like, fragmented information. He's got to go to this part of town, and Rick tells him, he's like, you better bring a gun or an alligator on a leash if you're going to that side of town. I want an alligator on a leash. Sure you do. Of course. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I run off with a husky Hawaiian, have an alligator on a leash. I'm good. So they get to this dangerous part of town. It looks alright to me. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, well, it doesn't. I was like, it doesn't look like Rape Alley from uh, China Doll. Yeah, no, they, TC and Mags are treating it like it's Whitechapel, eighteen eighty eight. And it's like, it's like a perfectly serviceable and dive bar. I don't know. Like, as if you guys are in any danger. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, essentially, Magnum brought TC to be his alligator Bodyguard. on a <laughs> leash. <laughs> but they don't, they don't really get any information from uh, the bartender who they're hoping to. He says, I don't know. I don't know this woman. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And Magnum had an address that the girls had given him. Mm-hmm. And he gives it to the, the bartender. And the bartender's like, yeah, that's upstairs. Yeah, okay. the, yeah, the gym is upstairs. <laughs> well, it's like this guy, Manos, hands of fate. <laughs> he's upstairs. So they go upstairs, and it's a gym. There's a gym, a full-on boxing, get him Rocky-type gym <laughs> over a bar. And that, like, yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah. I don't know why. That just, like, it's insane. Like, why? You don't do that. I, <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I can't explain that one for you, honey. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. So they go to the gym and immediately get <laughs> some sass, I guess, from someone who I like to call, uh, like, he, he looked like Andre the Giant, like, if Andre the Giant was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Dehydrandre. Dehydrandre. Yeah, dehydrandre. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is it dehydrated Andre the Giant? Dehydrandre. Can you say that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's a jerk. They immediately get beaten up. Immediately. Immediately. They call it something, too. Saigon Susie's. So apparently something happened. In Vietnam. In Vietnam. Finally a Vietnam reference because I was like, where's all of their Vietnam flashbacks? Yeah, we haven't had a flashback since episode one or two or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So he finally mentions Vietnam again, and this time it's Saigon Susie's. And I remember asking you, because I was like, what's Saigon Susie? Is that, like, a thing? Is that a thing? I don't know. Because I didn't know what that was. I was like, is that some sort of, like, lingo that people used to use back in the day? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, it it was just one of their end jokes, but it didn't come across as an end joke, because I didn't get it. And, yeah, we're not privy to the end joke at all. Like, Like, basically, the show is like, don't worry about this audience. They're having a moment. Yeah. <laughs> you're excused, you're, audience. Why don't you go use the toilet or this something? This is an A-B conversation. <laughs> and you're C at the door. <laughs> see, see your way out of it, audience. See your way out of it. That's it. That's so, it. So as soon as they walk in this, like, gym, like, TC's like, it's like Saigon Susie's. Mags is like, whatever. And he's like, it's like Saigon Susie's. Oh, wait, is it Susie? Yeah, yeah Saigon Susie. Okay. Yeah, I wrote it down. Saigon Susie. Okay. And then it happens, and then, like, all the dudes in the gym, like, start cr- crowding them, and they's like, oh, Saigon Susie. Oh. And they get beaten up. And they get beaten up. Well, not really. Their shirt's kind of torn. <laughs> like, in a like, very sexy and, way. And TC's, like, hat's, like, kind of... His weird visor. poker visor. Yeah, it's the visor. <laughs> it's kind of like... And it's like, they just, they run down these dangerous, empty streets. <laughs> Where they left the, the Ferrari completely alone with nothing happened to it. And this Not even the wheels were now. stolen. Nothing happened nothing to it. Nothing happened like, to it. Act, like, this is like the second time they've gone to this area of town and nothing has happened. Like, like <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think they think it's seedy just because of like the prostitution maybe or something. There's no prostitutes. Oh, there's a lot. You miss them, apparently. <laughs> oh, wow. You're terrible at finding prostitutes. <laughs> Consider it a skill, honey. I'm prostitute blind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TC is like, what's going on, man? Right. And Magnum gives him the whole story about the five little girls and yeah. all this. Blah, stuff. blah, blah. TC is like, pull over the car. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm so is, done I'm, with this. I'm done with this nonsense. I just got beaten up over your stupid job whatever so magnum decides he's gonna go to the hotel the girl's hotel yeah where he finds a desk clerk who's reading a robin's master's novel yeah that dude is everywhere and and uh he's like have you seen these little girls and their teacher mrs booten and he's like gives them five bucks and the the desk clerk's like not for five bucks i haven't (laughs) so he gives them i'm assuming maybe another five i don't know maybe and he like gives them a little bit more information Ultimately, Max ends up spending his whole watch. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's why you're always out of money. Like, yeah. He's like paying out of pocket. It's like contractor work. Mm-hmm. Like, you get paid a certain amount, but you know, what you're. You have some overhead. What, what, the money you're getting paid is like going right out the door sometimes yeah. with the things well, you Well, that's need. why you ask for a deposit up front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he ends up getting Mrs. Booten's 
door. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's not missing. No. She lets him right in. She lets a strange man yeah. right on yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that, too. I was like, so if any guy, if some strange man comes up to me while I'm at a hotel room, is like, mm-hmm. hey, I think I have something of yours. Oh, There is no way you're allowed in here. And who let you know I was in this room? Yeah. I'm getting them fired. Yeah. He didn't even, like, say anything about the little girls. He's, no. li- that's what he says. He says, I have something, something of, of yours. yours. And she's like, well, then you better come in. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, Really? 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 Apparently, Hawaii is seedy. It is lawless. It is dangerous. It's a lawless Criminals run amok. <laughs> lawless There's Hawaii. snow white characters everywhere. It is dangerous. <laughs> so, so, by the way, I didn't get a snow white reference this round. I didn't find one, did you? I mean, last time no. it was hi ho. And the one before that, she's literally called Snow White. No. I, didn't I don't see think. One. Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe we can make one. <laughs> so um, she explains to him that these little girls keep running off every time they go away. Every time. They <laughs> yeah, and go she mentions away. like four examples. New York. Yeah. They said I went ran off with a cab driver. Yeah. Yellowstone. They said I ran off with, with a, a park, park service. ranger. Yeah. And there was like one more I want to say. Yeah, there's one more. And it's like, lady, you got to keep an eye on your kids. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, they said they wanted to spend the day with the governor's daughter. <laughs> yeah, they're going to eat with the governor's daughter. And he's like, and it's midnight. And she's like, oh, is it? Oh, is that? <laughs> oh, what? So Magnum's like, oh, come back, pick up your kids. Mm-hmm. And on the drive back, Magnum's like, hey, you see him Somehow he already knows she's going to be stealing the Gauguin. Yes. Somehow. He's pieced it together at this point because he realizes the only reason why he would have been sent to the, the seedy part of town mm-hmm. and go to that um, boxing place and all the, this other stuff, the gym. The leaps he makes. He's like, they were getting me out of the way for something. That's how he figures it out. <sighs> he's like, this is ridiculous. They obviously were getting me out of the way. So on the ride home, he's like, oh, you seem a bit nervous. Is my driving bothering you? And she's like, no, yeah. you're a really safe driver, Magnus. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, some people don't like being taken for a ride. I don't know what you mean, Magnum. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you do. <laughs> so, so they get back to the to Mr. Master's place, and lo and behold, the five little thieves yeah. are taking the Gauguin. Yeah. And he's like, busted. 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 Now we're getting a little bit more information on what's going on. Huggins is involved now. Mm-hmm. Huggins is like, I want to call the police. These yeah. people were trying to steal this. Yeah. This artwork. Yeah, call the police and because they seem to exist now. Call apparent, them. Apparently, for at least art. Theft. Yes. Call them. <laughs> so they, they're Hawaii, very specific. Hawaii has a very spe- <laughs> specific law enforcement. It's strictly art-related crimes. Art replacement. <laughs> so, and and um, Bootin is like Bootin. Bouton is like, um, no, 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 you don't want to call the police because you don't want to get, these these little girls are daughters of very prominent people. We don't want to get their families involved. He's like, look, I'm not calling the cops on them. I'm calling the cops on you. Yeah, well, and I was like, yeah, it's about time because she is negligent. <laughs> negligent. Negligent. When she goes to sleep, she wears negligence. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That was a terrible pun. That was so bad. <laughs> I, Wait. Freddie two times. Thank you, <laughs> Freddie. Ah. No, but but she even makes the argument. She's like, we don't want to get Mr. Masters involved. And I'm like, who cares? What, <laughs> yeah. Master, Mr. Masters would be like, thank you for not stealing yeah. my Gauguin. Yeah. And all this publicity is great for me selling books, probably. <laughs> Gets my name in the papers. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a bad argument. Bad argument. But And then things get even crazier mm-hmm. because now we find out that Bootin is an art forger, forgist? Art forges. <laughs> For, counterfeiter? Forger. Counterfeiter. She, for, she forges art paintings. Yes. Because she had, uh, she says um, that her sister went to the Sorbonne. Oh, yes. I think. And, Big time. But I don't know how that turned into art forgery. I really don't. Well, if, if okay, so she made the perfect Gauguin fake. Linda yes. Booten. Booten did. Made the perfect Gauguin fake. Well, I'm thinking Linda's the one who's talented. Yeah, she's the one who should have gone to yeah. the bomb. Yeah. But whatever. She forges paintings. And basically, this all goes back to the Gauguin, mm-hmm. that 
the Gauguin they have is actually a forgery that Bootin had yes. made. Yes. Because there's this whole art syndicate going Apparently. on. Apparently. And this guy had the original Gauguin. Yeah. Hired Bootin to make a copy of it. Yeah. Sold it to Mr. Masters. Yeah. And then the plan was to send the forgery and keep the original. Yeah, and that way they also pocket a cool two mil mox. <laughs> <laughs> and Bootin had second thoughts of this, mm-hmm. but at that point the forgery had already been sent out. So yeah. So she went in to replace it with the original. So she hired her Ocean's Five I, little, girls. <laughs> little girls to like come to Hawaii. Who that she is really like an all pair for, right? I guess, like, is it just coincidence that they ended up in Hawaii I, where the painting is? Or did they go there specifically? Oh, they wait, went no, there no, no, specifically. No. They went there specifically because she, because she says that their parents don't give a Oh, that's right. Flip about but them. that was when she was lying. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's an unreliable narrator. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. She, like, I don't know which way is up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, so. every lie has a. Tri- I like to think to I it, like to so. think that she like went to that sketchy part of Hawaii and like hired <laughs> five little blonde girls to do her like <laughs> to do her crop. Huggins looks at the art and he's like, "Oh, you're right. This is he's amazing. He's amazing. He should be on Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, he should be." He, he looks at both of them and he's like, "Oh, wait, you're right. This one is a forgery." Yeah. He's like, "Well, I'm keeping the real one, mm-hmm. and you guys can go to jail." Yeah. <laughs> and Magnum's like, "It's Christmas. Let them go." <laughs> and cut to them being free, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, sure, glad Huggins let us go." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, it's nice of him to forgive us." They get into the hotel room, and who's there? But Papa Hemingway. Good old Papa Hemingway. I was like, oh, "All right, he's gonna explain to me what Islands in the Stream was about." <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna read from the bell tolls. New little girls are gonna know what it's like to be a man. <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah. So he's he's apparently the art mm-hmm. guru. I don't the, know the art collector. The dangerous. The, art, the world of art collecting is, is so dangerous. Dangerous. It's every single <laughs> every single murder mystery show has an art collection episode every single one i will murder every you. single one for I, your art i will murder you yeah for your art every single one has it every single one there's not a show that does not have an art theft episode exactly so and this time it's papa hemingway and this time it's papa hemingway now that is different so it's the next day mags is despondent <laughs> Rick is struggling with a four-word crossword puzzle clue. Okay, so what are four-word terms for girls? Last. Last? I would say but last. But it would have been plural. He said for girls. For, for girls? For little girls. Gals? Gals. Well, not really. I call other women gals. Um, I don't know. Who knows? But But... But uh, okay, well, there are uh, several, several, and he calls them brats. <laughs> Magnum calls him a brat. Yeah, because he's angry about he's what angry. happened. Yeah, because he sure got, got paid. He got played a fool. He got played a fool, and he got beaten up. He got beaten up by the little girls. By the girls. So, um, so now we have to play. What's on Rick's t-shirt? <laughs> okay, so at first glance, I thought it was like little pictures of the Titanic with people jumping out of it. It looked like. People jumping <laughs> off the Titanic. It did. It's so I was like, wait, okay, what is on his shirt? It's because like, it cannot possibly be a bunch of people jumping off of a sinking let ship. Let me commemorate this horrific tragedy <laughs> with a pastel pink shirt of people plunging to their icy doom. And so then we looked at it again, and I think it was lighthouses. You said lighthouses, and then one of us, maybe you, yeah. thought it looked like ice cream. It looked like an ice cream that had like, fallen yeah, it like and ice cream cones. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. I was so confused. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like. Know. I I'm leaning towards Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, comedy is tragedy plus time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, someone gives them a ring or something gets in touch with them and says like, oh, we got a woman here, a girl here, mm-hmm. or something like that. And this is this is a gross line. Okay. Mags says, if she's under 16, yeah. I'm not interested. 
Well, he shouldn't be if she's under 18, Magnum. Hi, 18, Magnum, 18, you're hitting 35. Is... If she's under 30, you're not interested. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was really because now, yeah. now I have just images of like Selick, like oh, skeezing up on skeezing young up women at, like, at the malt shops after uh, school or something like. Okay, yeah, gross. It's gross. Pass. Anyway, <laughs> and it turns out it's Booten. 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 But she comes in and she okay, says, I do have to say one thing about this episode. I do like the fact Booten is not interested in him. Yeah, then nothing happens. Nothing happens. That was so refreshing because I... Refreshing. Refreshing. <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> it was really refreshing. It was refreshing. Because I thought for sure he was going to be with a new woman every episode. Well, and, and going back to the title of the episode, mm-hmm. Thank Heaven for Little Girls and, and Big, big ones. ones. Yeah. My thought was, I like, obviously I didn't think he was going to be grooming these little girls. No. But I mean, like, I was like, oh, it's he's going to like hook yeah. up with her teacher. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm like, that's where this episode's going. Yeah. But like, you know, and no. she wasn't booting, booting. Bootin'. Can't say that once. Gotta say Burton. <laughs> this is fun to say. Booting. It is fun to say. <laughs> she, uh, she's not even like, um, over-sexualized or anything. No, not even. We're not talking about. Not even the woman who h- hooks up with Mano's Hands of Fate. Yeah. Not even her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really impressive. Right. So, but she comes to Mags and she's like, okay, when we got back to our hotel, <laughs> the, the author of Movable Feast <laughs> kidnapped these little girls. Yes. And he's he's kidnapped them. He's got them in a place. She did not come get Magnum right away. No, because she says she the little girls. Night, she had a good night's sleep. Well, here it is. She said the little girls are going to be dead by noon. Noon. And that's in three, three hours. hours. So, so she waited nine until o'clock. 9 o'clock in the morning to get Magnum. Sleep. She took a shower. Yeah. Had some breakfast. She slept for about, what, six, seven hours maybe? Well, it was like midnight. So, yeah, it was like a few yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> Before even calling somebody and, for help. Yeah, she could have... I would have called and again, somebody and, immediately. And again, she's like, can't call the police. Can't yeah. call the police. That's what they get paid to do. <laughs> Rescue people, but not in Hawaii, because it's no. just about art. It's just about art. <laughs> so, um, she says, and and this is when she throws around, I don't even remember the context, is, but I wrote down this quote. <laughs> she throws, she does, I love it when people throw around their, their college credentials. Right. College is great. Yeah. We've all been to college. Yeah. It's great. And I think it's great, but I, I hate it when people are like, I have a master's degree from Brown University. <laughs> How many people say that to you on a daily basis? Enough that it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but, love the people who are always dropping their degrees in a conversation. Well, I have it's a like, degree in psychology. Yeah, like abnormal like, child psychology. <laughs> so? Which I think is like ghost babies. <laughs> ghost babies. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. Why are you having a ghost baby? Why are you having a ghost baby? That's not funny. Well, it reminds me of that Umizumi episode where the, where the little kid ghost. Yeah, well, Casper. Is like, yeah, Casper. Wait, God, that's awful. God, it's terrible. Tragic. It's comedy. It's tragedy plus time. This is so bad. Why are we laughing at this? This is so bad. Anyway. She has a master's degree from okay. Brown University, and that's yeah. her excuse why this stuff doesn't happen to her mm-hmm. as a noted art forgeryist. <laughs> There's so, got to be a, like a real term for this. Art forgeryist. I like that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, they go back to Huggins, uh-huh. and they're like, Huggins, we need to save these little girls. Yeah. What'd you do with the fake Gauguin? He's like, I, I threw it away. Yeah. It was trash. It's it garbage. Was trash. It was garbage, even though I thought it was the real even deal. I hung it, it up was... and put it in my security system. But now garbage. that I know that it's real, I think it's trash. <laughs> it's garbage. And the, and, the, and the way this show was, like, so kind of convoluted, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he threw away the real Gauguin, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, my whole thought process through the whole thing. I was like, oh. Oh. Like, there's been, like, a, a switcheroo again mm-hmm. on the switcheroo. They're like, no, seriously, where is it? And he's like, no, I threw it away. It's trash. Yeah. And they're like, we got to save these little girls. And he's like, I don't care. They tried to fool me with art. <laughs> and those little girls can die. <laughs> <laughs> he does take way too long to try to save them. Exactly. When, way too when long. When Mags, mm-hmm. Magnum P.I. is your moral compass. <laughs> You've got you to, need to re- rethink you your life. You need to reevaluate your priorities, my dude. <laughs> it's like... Uh. 
<laughs> He's like, Huggins. Are these girls? Is this painting worth more than the little girls' lives? And, and at that scene, I was busting out laughing in my head. I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Are they? Are they? <laughs> I was so serious. And I was like, wow. This isn't a question. This of is... course it's not, Huggins. Dear God, man. It's not even, you shouldn't have to think about it. There's certain questions you don't need to think about. Oh a painting is worth no one's life. Oh, my gosh. Our, our official stance on this podcast. <laughs> Murder is bad. <laughs> Murder is bad. Torturing children is bad. Yes. And... Five children's lives are worth at least one cocaine. <laughs> That's two million mocks. <laughs> two million mocks. So anyway, so we cut to the little girls. They're in this place. It's going to be 130 degrees by noon. Yeah. Little little Susie, not Susie Sasselot. The singing one. Like little Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> she's, she starts singing 12 Days of Christmas, which yeah. you could just like, oh, my God. <laughs> After three hours of that. It might just be four girls by the end of this. <laughs> what, what struck me, too, was that um, they were surrounded in this, like, it was like a, it was like a bunker of it some sort. It was a sort. bunker. But there was, like, tons of boxes, and, like, they weren't doing anything. Yeah, well, at one point I said, are they even locked in there? Yeah, they, they don't seem because to be. Because they weren't trying, they're, clearly, they're clever girls. Clearly, they because they bypassed artwork. Higgins' security yes, system. Yes, they're like cat burglars. Yeah, they're Kitten awesome. burglars. Yeah, they're like what's her name, Silver Fox or whatever. No, 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 Spider Man's bl- 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 girl, bl- bl- black cat, black come cat, on, whatever. On, Who's Silver Fox? She's the mercenary. Oh no, that's Silver Sable. Oh, Silver, no, Silver Fox is George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so they're clever and capable. But they're doing nothing. But they're doing nothing but sitting there dying. Just letting themselves die. Letting themselves die. They're like, I guess I had a good run. Yeah, I'm 11. and there is no way they wouldn't be trying to figure out how to get out of there. They, There's no way. Doing, I, now, maybe they did that for the first seven hours. <laughs> well, they that, were in there. That Linda Booten <laughs> sat on her Booten <laughs> and did nothing. Did not. Yeah, maybe. No, maybe. Maybe we're catching them after they just spent all night. Yeah. But those boxes around them mm-hmm. were, like, fully intact. I would have been ripping into those boxes. Yeah. And maybe there's some. Maybe there's like an explosive or If I know something. anything from living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland in Fallout 4, yes. open up those crates. There's helpful things in there. It's loot. It's, <laughs> it's basic gamer strategy. There is something in those things that's going to help you get out of this predicament. Exactly. Girls, pre-pre-video games. I mean, they had Pong or something. Like, they, didn't, they didn't have much to go with back then. Yeah, but they're clearly much more clever than I am. So... Why weren't they doing anything to escape? That's they that's were my just concern. Singing sad carols in the dark. Sad Christmas carols all by themselves, dying. <laughs> anyway, so so they take off. Okay, so they take off. And this is like, and this is where the show just goes off the rails a bit. They, they're driving around town. I don't think they have any clue where they're going. Uh, no, they're uh, going to a drop-off. To, oh, right. They have the drop-off the, the, drop yeah. the, uh, the, the painting. Yeah. And then they get forced off the Because Higgins is finally convinced He's that, like, you know. I we... guess five girls are And worth. even then, as they're trading the, uh, making the exchange, he's yeah. like, I can't believe I'm giving up this Gauguin. It's like. <laughs> Whoa, dude. No, yeah. don't say that. He, don't say that. That's not, no. That's not how this works, man. Don't say it all out loud. And you're supposed to be a military man. You're supposed to be saving lives. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Huggins. Come on. Huggins. Huggins. So <laughs> uh, they get forced off the road by this black car that's been kind of following them this whole time, which I have not brought up, but who cares? Who cares? Um, they get forced off the road and dehydrandre. <laughs> dehydrandre. Oh, my God. Goes out with a gun, and he's like, you're coming with me. Because finally, Manos is coming back into the picture. Yeah, Manos, who we yeah. mentioned three years ago, <laughs> is actually who not originally relevant. beat up Magnum and TC. Yeah, we all knew who Dehydron is. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. I had no clue who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they take him to this house. It's Manos's house. He's mm-hmm. got he's got his mall, I suppose, mm-hmm. okay. uh, like his mall Flanders next to him. Yeah, and um, named Roxanne. Yeah. 
And uh, TC's there. Sure. And of course, her name is Roxanne. Now, this is the most aggressively unbuttoned shirt in the whole episode. It is not buttoned at all. It is not buttoned. And there's a, not no, an undershirt. No undershirt. No, it's and just TC in all his glory. I'm not saying TC does not have like. Yeah, but he's no husky Hawaiian. He's no husky Hawaiian, but I mean, like he he's built man. But I mean, yeah. like you've just been kidnapped at gunpoint. <laughs> do you really want your shirt open? Do you want to die like this? <laughs> do, do you, button your shirt. Show some dignity. <laughs> like you look like you just like. And for the rest of, of the episode, it is it not buttoned. Not get buttoned up. <laughs> it's not buttoned ever. They're doing know. very serious things in his shirt. They go to the <laughs> airport. And his shirt is still not buttoned. It's very... I started to wonder if the shirt didn't have buttons. I don't think it does. I was like, is that a stylish shirt? They just don't have buttons? This is crazy. This is lunacy. (laughs) What's the point of wearing a shirt? (laughs) Just take it off. Just go shirtless, my dude. (laughs) No, because then he can squeeze past the regulations of no shirt, no shoes, no service. I got one on, I got one on, technically. Uh, Your semantics are killing me. (laughs) (laughs) So... This is legal where, loophole. Anyway, this is where, like I said, this is where things go off the rails. Yeah. So, Mano's hands of fate is like, why were you trying to look for my woman, Roxanne? Yeah. And he's like, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for your girl, huh. Roxanne. I was looking for Linda here. Yeah. And so and he, then he goes and tells the story he tells all the whole over story. again. He tells the whole story. And Manos is like, why were you looking for Roxanne? Yeah. And TC's like, don't even no, tell the story. Nobody, no, like, you sound like a, a crazy person. Yeah. So then Magnum goes, okay, here's the truth. Roxanne hired me. She goes, what? Yeah, Roxanne hired me. And I'm like, oh, Manos is going to believe it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And she's and like, yeah, no, no, I didn't. No, no I, didn't. I didn't. And he's like, it was because you're losing money at your job. She wanted to make sure that you're protected and safe and that nobody else is embezzling from you. Specifically, Dehydrandre. Specifically, Dehydrandre. Which turns out, he was <laughs> embezzling. And, and TC's she's... faces were Perfect. 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 Anytime perfect. you need like, just like a beat or just like a yeah. comedy beat, just go to go to go TC. To it's like it's like I feel like the director's just like Bruce Seth Green, whom I think directed a bunch of Angel and uh, oh, really? Buffy. Bruce Seth. Because I remember seeing that name a lot and being like, is that related to Seth Green? Me too. And it's not. But yeah, Bruce I feel Seth like I've Green, seen that name a lot. Bruce Seth Green directed this, so there's oh. a little connection there. Okay. But anyway, it's like just cut to TC. Cut to TC. Maybe Bruce Seth Green wasn't a a, a sexist. Maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe so that kind of deviated be... from the script or whatever. Maybe may, yeah, it shows. I mean, yeah. like, because like I said, like the only the like under sixteen line was really the only kind of. And I think it was more a joke. It wasn't supposed to be gross. It was more like I don't want to deal with any more five year olds. Yeah, pulling think, my ropes. Yeah, and you know, you know what? I think yeah. you're right. I think I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt yeah. on this one, but he hasn't earned it <laughs> up until this point. <laughs> but you're right. I think it's like I need someone who can. Who's not like a child? I need someone with actual bazooms. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to anyone if they don't got bazooms. Okay. 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 So um, yeah, it turns out Dehydrandre was actually embezzling money. Yeah. So they get let go. Yeah. But like that's like a whole side B story that yeah. goes nowhere. That's really it. Doesn't. That's it. Okay, we're done with that. Yeah. So then they go to the war memorial, mm-hmm. uh, the Pearl Harbor, I assume, war memorial. Mm-hmm. He drops off the painting. <laughs> uh, Papa Hemingway mm-hmm. shows up, mm-hmm. uh, grabs it. Yeah. And dings down. Dang and the entire time the I was like, wee! <laughs> because he just, he kind of skips down the stairs. <laughs> skips down the stairs. He's, like, He's like frolicking in the flowers. <laughs> exactly. And it was really point, funny. Rick pops out of the water, and I'm like, and this Rick it was in the water because yeah. this is a memorial. If you've never seen it, yeah. it's like you stare out on the water. Yeah. And uh, Rick had was snorkeling. Yeah. He wasn't even scuba diving. He no. was snorkeling, so there would have so been a snorkel. How sticking. long had he been waiting there? Is yeah, my thing. He was just waiting. So he must be a giant prune at this point. Yeah, because so he was going to follow Papa Hemingway. He mm-hmm. was kind of like the outlier of their plan. Yeah. So Papa Hemingway with and no I want to know left. if Rick and TC ever get paid for this. I don't know. Because they do an awful lot of work for They these do an awful lot of work. And, and those little girls end up going back to the hotel. Yeah. So they got their deposit back. <laughs> so, so it is Christmas. It's Christmas. I'm sure it was a, it was a freebie. Oh, okay. So, so, um, so Rick 
hops out of the water. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been swimming, so he's in his little shorts and yeah. his, like, his goggles and his stupid snorkel. And he's, like, chasing after Papa Hemingway. <laughs> and Hemingway is so focused on his artwork, he does not notice the crazy person <laughs> running after him with, like, a snorkel, like, flopping around in the wind. And a Speedo. Yeah, and um, he chases after him. Yeah. <laughs> they go to a hotel. There's a prearranged location. Uh-huh. And, I mean, th- and this is where, like, I'm, I guess... I'm used to, like, newer movies. <laughs> like, the kidnapper actually does what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was really impressive. He, yeah, he calls like, them and he calls like, them, hey, he's like, hey, yeah, this is, where, this they is where they're at. Thanks for the art. Good. We're good. And we're, and we're like, I'm thinking, okay, we're done. Yeah. We did it. Wow. But Huggins really wants to call the police. He wants that. He wants that cocaine so bad. Yeah. He wants it so bad. It's not even his. It's like, I don't even know. But they. His for, duty is really. We're going to need some character development on <laughs> this. Yeah. All of this, Huggins, yeah. is going to need to change. You need to change all this. All of this. <laughs> <laughs> but you just pointed it all at me. Yeah. Exactly. So um, they're told the girls are at Diamond Head. They find them. Mm-hmm. And, and the one little girl says, I need you to stay with me. Maggie, you're my hero, Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> Magnum, you're so great, Magnum. Magnum, you're so great. But they're like, we can't let this go unpunished. So he's going to be leaving uh-huh. one airport. They just figure out which airport he's going to. Apparently the closest one, I guess. I guess closest one. So yeah. they go to the airport. They get another one of those tubes that you keep, like, scrolls yeah. and such. <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> Dead Sea scrolls, um, specifically. And everything's festive. Mm-hmm. The... Metal detectors got like cheap tinsel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is 1980s. Yeah. This is not like going to the airport nowadays. And you. <laughs> <laughs> so TC is laying low by demanding a macho lay Ugh. from this person. Those lays mm-hmm. were five dollars. I noticed. I was gonna comment on that because I was like, those are expensive lays in the 80s. That'd be like five dollars for a lay was outrageous. <laughs> You're still paying fifty cents for a loaf of bread. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And I thought you got free lays when you got to Hawaii. I Where- thought so too, but apparently no, you have to buy them. Hawaii. Let's talk Hawaii. Let's talk about I your wa- criminal records, <laughs> <laughs> your seedy parts of town. <laughs> <laughs> your, your police department that's focused solely on art. And now, granted, all we know about you is from Magnum PI. <laughs> and I want my free lay. Yes. So he, and, he's like, and I have yet to see a husky Hawaiian. I have not. Seen I one. have yet to see one. Yeah. Because Manos wasn't husky. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Weird description. Yeah, it's weird. Well, description. You know, well, well that, that was the thing, though. They just made up a description for a guy. Oh, uh, right, right, right. So while he's doing the lay thing. Magnum's laying low reading a, a, a car magazine about Detroit cars. I, I looked at the headline. Oh, and nice, um, nice. Rick is just, like, lounging, like, fingering his, like, camera. <laughs> and I, mean, I didn't mean that dirty. Yeah, word. that was gross. <laughs> that was gross. But he's, like, kind of playing with it. Like, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Sweaty Hemingway. Fresh from the, fresh from the bowl arena. <laughs> uh, comes marching down. He's going through the security, so this is where their plan comes into action. You know what? As I was watching that, too, I was like, you know, I don't think they're going to pull this off. Because <laughs> I was well, like... Well, you look at them. Look at them. They're like the three stooges. It's like, a terrible plan. It was an awful plan. And we're going to get into it more. So, okay. It's a three-point plan. Yeah. First, TC... Like, first they wait for him yeah. to put the artwork on the conveyor belt to yes. be x-rayed. Yes. Then TC... Comes in from the side, mm-hmm. cuts him off, mm-hmm. and goes through the metal detector, yeah. knowing full well he has something. He has lots of metal on him. He it. has lots of metal on so the metal detector goes off. Mm-hmm. This is holding up Papa. Mm-hmm. So he goes through a couple times. Papa gets frustrated, so yeah. he goes to the other unmanned Yeah. <laughs> and that's detector. when Rick goes running in to be like, hey, you want to see my camera? Or, Isn't it my cool yeah. camera? Oh, my God. If I was in an airport and some stranger just shoved his camera in my face, I was like, dude, I don't know how to work this camera. Can you help me, sir? I would punch him, and I'm pretty sure I'd be, <laughs> everyone would be okay with it. While this is all going on. Magnum skips the security lines. Goes through security Goes straight somehow, through them. And just, and exchanges and like, it. And I was like, 
And like you said, like I was like, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. Yeah. Because he's right in the direct line of sight from this yeah. guy. Magnum, in his bright red floral <laughs> shirt, just casually walks over yeah. and goes, bloop, bloop. And we know Papa Hemingway has seen Magnum before because he watched him make the exchange. Make the exchange. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. And you, okay, maybe we just saw one security agent, you know, yeah. obsessing over TC and his mm-hmm. metal. But you got to imagine there's another security yeah. agent. Yeah. Who's there specifically to make sure that you get your items back. And exactly. they're not going to be like, uh, excuse me, uh, sir. Is that yours? What the F did you just do? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> it was an obvious exchange. Yeah, there was no subtlety at no. all to it. He uh, wasn't sneaky. He just put it behind his back and was like, I did it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then you brought up a good question. You're like, well, won't Papa just come back? He's just, once he finds out there's nothing in that tube... Or it's, like, the little girl's drawings or whatever yeah, it is because, they put in Mag, there. Yeah, because Mag says, he's like, yeah. I, can only w- I wish I could see his face when he finds out what's really in there. So, because mm-hmm. obviously it's not the fake, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, so he's going to come back after them. Yeah. This is not yeah. over by a long shot. And I Do better see... Do you know how see... people feel about art? <laughs> this is not over, my friend. <laughs> I better see part two with Linda dead. <laughs> <laughs> because that... Is what's going to happen. Exterior, night, rainy night. <laughs> Linda's corpse lies on the ground. <laughs> and then Magnum has to get this guy because he's clearly a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> but he gets away scot-free. He gets away scot-free. And, 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 and we never find out what they put in no. there. I want to know what they put in there. That's yeah. going to make him laugh. Anyway, so they go um, and we're told, you're wonderful, Magnum. Yeah, more and, of that. And, uh, more Magnum pandering. More Magnum painter and someone telling us how to feel about Magnum. <sighs> to be fair, he's... He, he was pretty good in this he's one. He's okay. He's pretty good. He's okay. I gave him a hey, My solid... bar is set really low for him. Yeah. So when I say he's pretty good, that's like... He's he, a good C, C he's, minus. He he's passed. above a pile of dirt. <laughs> he, he passed basic humanity. Like, <laughs> you passed! <laughs> Congratulations, you didn't let the little girls die on the street. Way to go! <laughs> Congratulations! Higgins almost failed. <laughs> Bar set really high for these guys. Uh, Higgins says, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to tell Mr. Masters about all of this. Yeah. We'll see. Because I'm it. still going to put you guys in jail. Because I'm still going to put you guys in jail. And we're going to see how this is going to go. And he's going to find out that you let them in. Yeah. And um, Magnum says, well, then he's going to find out that five little girls your security system and they look at each other <gasps> as, you know as if that's like such a cut down they were seriously clever they were smart little girls they were smart little girls they're, they're smart kids anyway, yeah like they don't girls doesn't even come in no. they were just smart kids they were smart kids like macaulay Culkin's a smart kid in home alone you know what is it with you macaulay Culkin? i don't know but i feel like you're really into i feel like macaulay Culkin and these girls were the same they well, yes. they were they're, he's a good he's a good they're ingenuity what is the term? ingenious no they had good ingenuity ingenuity yeah yeah that word. word that word somewhere in the sentence Some, somewhere in there put the word ingenuity in a sentence and that's what they yeah. were okay so Macaulay Culkin and these little <laughs> girls were very clever with their devices and their schemes yes and that's why I'm comparing the two yes and I don't have a Snow White comparison so I'm going home alone well they were in kind of like a mind. In a mind. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> but so overall, how'd you feel about this? Um, it's our fourth episode. Mm-hmm. It's a Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Get you in the spirit? No, no, it did not get me in the spirit. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I was not feeling very Christmassy in this one. Definitely not. Oh no! But I liked the episode. I liked the episode yeah. too. It was, it was it was so much better than China Doll. Oh, so much better than China Doll. That oh was, my god! That was a, that was a relief. That was a relief. That was a relief. I looked on IMDb trivia. And there was nothing. There was nothing on there. <laughs> there okay. was nothing. It, I mean, like, except for I was like, the title was from the Yeah. It's uh, like, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know how gross yeah. it is. We know. Oh, we know. We get it. <laughs> we know how gross that is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, other things just uh, to say. Uh, uh, next week, we're back to Cabot Cove, I assume. I don't know, actually, if we're back in Cabot. I mean, no, we're but in, we're back to Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm always excited to go back to Well, what I would personally like to do is make a call out to Cup Cup. Cup who gave Cup. us that great re- that great review. 
Yeah. That was, was awesome. A, it was a five-star review. I yeah. Mean, it, Talking about our chemistry and the fact that they've discovered Murder, She Wrote. Awesome. If, if that's the, if that's what we can do is, like, introduce people, you know, especially to Murder, Murder She Wrote. Wrote. Yeah. I mean, that's a great thing. That's a great thing. But I would like to correct them on our chemistry. We have zero. Zero We've chemistry. been married for so long. There's no sparks. We're just lava that's crusting <laughs> at the edge of the ocean. <laughs> We're good. Uh, uh, our passion has atrophied <laughs> into this kind of comfortable mush. <laughs> We know what each other's farts smell like. Our uh, chemistry is yeah. that level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, you can always reach us via email. Ooh, you said via. MagnumSheWrote at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. And you can always get us on Twitter hmm. at MagnumSheWrote. There you go. And yeah, I think so. I Oh, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised by this episode. Looking forward to next week. Yep. Thanks for listening. Je t'aime. Oh, are you going <laughs> to do that every time? No, but this one actually was appropriate because it was French-ish. No, it was Maurice Chevalier. Uh, you're the one who kept bringing him up. Okay? <laughs> this episode did not bring him up. Just the title did, but not the episode. I brought him up. You brought him up. You brought him into this. <laughs> this is on you. Anyway, see y'all later. Love ya. Bye. I don't know why I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving that. <laughs>